Everyone, welcome to the Darker Tan Asians podcast. I'm your host, Victor, alongside Omar, standing at a stout six hey. foot six. Six nine and <laughs> tall heels. Yeah, and seven feet in stripper heels. Oh, yeah, seven foot, yeah. But those yeah. ones, are they're a little too skinny for the hold of my heavy ass. I don't know. Uh, well, I see, I, I see worse. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we have, yeah, we have, uh, we have a special guest today, man. My, my friend, uh, martial artist, actor, Tech Lee. Oh, where Zach, which welcome. Point? I don't know yet. Over there, so. guys. <laughs> Tech is a veteran fight choreographer, uh, mm-hmm. an actor. He's based out of Colorado. I got a chance to meet him in uh, Vegas um, doing a film, and um, you know, homies for life, man. Uh, this, this guy's uh, real deal, true, uh, professional. Um, you know, really down to earth and uh, very helpful. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I learned a lot from him, uh, even in that you know, it, span of a couple of days. So, Tech, mm-hmm. welcome, uh, Tech. Appreciate so. It. Uh, tell us, man, what's your martial arts background? How did you get into it? And, you know, what are some of your influences? Who are some of your influences? Oh, that's a story in itself, to be okay. honest. But, uh, <laughs> I started initially when I was eight in taekwondo. Nice. Trained that up until about 13. I went to junior Olympics. I got a gold oh, and a shit. silver medal. So once I did nice. that, I think at that mentality, when you're training from eight to 13, you, you get bored. You know, you're a little kid. You're just getting into your teenage years. You're getting into your puberty. Things are changing. Mm-hmm. And you kind of lose interest a little bit. And then the school kind of left a bad flavor in my mouth. Different story in itself about my, my black belt there for the testing. Mm-hmm. Kind of dicked over my family. Yada, yada, so whatever. So we left. So I took a break. Got into other things, you know, growing up. And then junior high and everything. And um, I revisited martial arts later <laughs> back in high school. When I was, you know, right around 16 years old. Still remembering my roots of everything I was coming back from. Mm. And I actually, you know, met like my some of my really best friends now mm. and uh, got into like the tricking because tricking back then just started. You know oh, what okay. I mean? From early yeah. Rays Jr., West Coast, yes, team, they yeah. just started doing things. You know what I mean? They pioneered all the crazy tricks right. and everything too. So, I mean, you're still on dial up trying to watch these <laughs> fucking master videos. It's like freaking loading learn like this. Yeah, slow, yeah, so <laughs> try to learn all that stuff. So essentially, long story short, we I got into international sport karate, and it was oh, a mixed nice. school. So this school that we went to, that they were going to, we actually all ended up going there and training ourselves, and we would train <clears> like <throat> at the parks, and we were just obsessed with learning these tricks, mm-hmm. learning different martial arts. Because my other friend was a black belt in taekwondo. His name's James Hill. Did mm-hmm. very good martial arts. My other friend Max Johnjit, he was at this school. So I mean, this school had an integration between like. Uh, jiu-jitsu aikido uh kempo and a lot oh, of mixed geez. martial arts like in in tune to the school so we all went there learned a lot of elements of a lot of different martial arts there okay, okay uh, check, we really quick really quick what's sorry where, where did you grow up at uh, the aurora colorado aurora colorado okay okay we're outside of denver outside of denver yep right outside okay. of denver okay and so we we ended up having a demo team a martial art demo team doing the tricks and demonstrations and creating our own forms for about 14 years Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got back into it heavily at 17, back into like the schools and learning stuff. And uh, from there, like I said, as far as martial art background, like I said, it was a little bit of everything. But I re- got into a little bit of our niece, got into some Kali while I was there, you know, some knife stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they integrated later. Some other instructors, guest instructors came in. Uh, we started learning Lima Lama, which is like oh, a Polynesian yeah. martial art. It's like, right. kind of oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just looked yeah. at, I've been looking that one up. Yeah. So I did a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit of Kempo, a little, you know, a lot of karate. But the thing that was great about karate was it was so open mm-hmm. that you could kind of integrate everything else, you know, and I like that. And like growing up, as far as you're saying, influences at the time when you grow up, 
of course, everybody's into Bruce Lee because, I mean, one, you're Asian, too. There's not a lot of Asian. <laughs> right. like, you know what I mean? And then just the, the what he did, the pioneer martial arts, mm-hmm. well, he will always be a legend for that. Yeah. So, of course, there's that. And, of course, Jackie Chan in his younger years when he was going mm-hmm. through everything that he did, that was all crazy. Yeah. But as I think as far as influences, as you get older and as you learn more things, things change. People change. You know what I mean? And you start getting influenced by, you know, more and more modern people so you started looking into like i mean donnie Yen and oh, came at a later yes. date you know what i mean but yeah. skill skill level movies oh great. Jesus. and then uh if you look at now look how long it took him but i mean he was always around scott atkins amazing yeah. martial yeah. artist he's, so he's now underrated. getting respect yeah now he is yeah, yeah, but he was awesome amazing even in his then, older movies all cheap flicks yeah i uh my, my favorite of his i mean besides the boyka was the uh, ninja movies I mean, oh, yeah. Not, yeah, that it was felt like too. nostalgia, but like Ninja 2 is definitely an underrated movie, too. Oh, absolutely. Or Michael Jai White. He's yeah, a, that, an yeah. amazing martial artist, and he's Even though, got yeah. so many disciplines, but he's underrated. I like Until, that dude a lot, too, but he, <laughs> not not to put any bad press about there, but he, put on, he was on a, a talk show or a podcast talking about how, um, talking about he could, uh, well, he's trying to say Shaolin style is not real, and he said he could beat Bruce Lee in a fight, and because he's like 130 pounds, and it's like you're a martial artist, don't you know that weight doesn't really matter when it comes to the skills if you know what you're doing? I mean, there's right, some yeah. play into it, but like if the guy knows how to move you around, it doesn't matter how much. Yeah, leverage and weight and yeah. speed. Speed yeah. equals power. Look at Bruce; right. he was small, mm-hmm. small. He saw a lot of bigger people. Yeah. yeah I knew and, <laughs> And again, yeah, people always want to sit there and compare, you know, apples, apples, oranges, oranges, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or it's, it's hard to say. It's case-by-case case scenario, right. time of day. Like I said, it, uh, we were saying that earlier, like, every dog has his name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's always somebody better, and there's always somebody worse. You know, you're not going to win them all. No, so you got to be humbled with that stuff. Uh, yeah. And then it's funny because as I got older into the tournament circuit when we were doing karate, you know, it was in Colorado Karate Association that we competed in for, I competed from 1999 all the way to about 2006. And oh, wow. I, got, okay. I got some state champion titles in 2000, 2001, 2003, and 2004. Damn. So that was in that realm. But during that realm, again, like I said, we're trying to learn these tricks. Like, I mean, you can YouTube all these tricks and the, the tricks yeah, yeah. these days are mm-hmm. insane. But back then, there's only so many people doing this. So I was very influenced by the upcomers. Like I said, Ernie Reyes Jr. Uh, right. John Valera was a huge influence oh, in my yeah. life. He's one of the main people on 87-11 stunt team right now. That's, that you know one's I mean? an awesome team, yeah. yeah. Um, before I get to the next question, I was, I was going to comment on what you said too. Um, like that's actually how I – I always seen the moves and I didn't know what it was called until I got – you know, I started looking to it more because I just thought it was like part of the martial arts, you know, mm-hmm. so it was, because I, then I started watching, like, Only Strong, with Mark Cascos, the Capital Ada stuff, and that was, like, oh, that's what that is. Okay. I would, like, so I would, like, watch, you know, like, before YouTube, I'd watch movies and see a movie I like, they say Jackie Chan or something. Like, I, that's how I learned how to do the, uh, well, it's the Taekwondo kick, but the tornado kick, you know? Oh, 540? Jump. Yeah. Like, not, well, not a full 540, just where you jump up and you, like, throw the fake leg. You, you fake him out with the first leg, you come around with the roundhouse. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the tornado kick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I watched Jackie Chan do it, and so I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. So I, what I do is I, like, because this, this makes me sound even older. I was watching on VHS, and I would, like, slow sp- motion, slow motion, rewind, <laughs> slow motion, rewind. And I'm like, okay. So I get the mechanics down, and I'm trying to do it, and then jump forward now. Like you said, YouTube, 
like if I want to learn like the uh, I was trying to learn how to do a butterfly kick and uh, some other stuff and so I'd watch the guy he would like really step by step he'd show you like you put on one foot you go yep. up like that and then you, he'd like show you step by step like in what you could without you know a wire worker course but like he would show you yeah. like and like and it, what, it works but it took definitely it took a lot longer too. yeah tricking is definitely one of those things where it, uh uh, and it's you feel it it's, it's so cool to watch the evolution of like the beginning from when it was nothing to now when it's like everywhere you know what i mean so it's just like damn like that was um, impressive you know we're, you're part of that growth and we were part of that growth in the tournament circuit you know <clears> and that's why our team was so big because not too many people were doing that here we had people that wanted us to teach them we had <clears> you know a fan base even if we, we win or lose we had a hell of a ton of people just at the tournaments just rooting us on because they knew Team High Flyers, right. that was our team, and we were killing the circuit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, yeah. And then uh, this one, this got it's a two parter, but um, well, it's one part, two, one and a half. I don't, you know, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, speaking of that, like, how did uh, your martial arts background help you get into the film industry? I mean, besides like you know the obvious, like what is like how did you? Because like, well, it's uh, Kevin. He was saying like, yeah, that helped me big time. So like some people, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't want to be like leaning on the martial arts. They want to like become an actor and then like, oh, like what's not like, oh, by the way, you know, I can, I know how to kick people's asses and do moves, do flips and shit. So like, what is, you know, how was, you know, how did it work it, for you? It's funny because it kind of ties back to what I said growing up. There was like five, 10% Asian around mm -hmm. and I looked a little different because I was so into Bruce Lee that I was wearing sweatpants or sweatsuits yeah. and like water water socks like you know, <laughs> from elementary to middle school and then yeah did you did you wear the asics too did you wear the asics uh, oh yeah the wrestling <laughs> shoes and everything you know what yeah, i mean i so got that too i'm yeah. all about being ready and just yeah. wanting to portray that but it's i don't look that funny you know yeah. what i mean so i i had to go through middle school kind of like identity crisis i became like the only asian kid hanging out with all the black kids <clears> and then i became an inline skater because it was a cool thing to do and then right. i was just whitewashed yeah. and then <laughs> i had to like and then by the time i got to high school like you know i was just i met the asian people that you know ended up like you know what i mean like teaching me more a little bit more about my culture and like who we are like up to speed modern date not just like bruce lee or whoever you know so right, it's yeah. crazy but and by the time i got to high school I wanted to get into theater because obviously, you know, the movies, Van Damme movies, Jackie Chan movies, you know, Jet Li movies, all that stuff really influenced me. Like, oh, that'd be cool. I want to do that. Right. So I started getting into theater and then within theater, like Kevin, I was getting into musicals. I was getting into like stage combat. Right. I was doing everything. Mm -hmm. So I did theater all throughout high school and I did theater in college. Mm -hmm. And so, and then being a, a 14 year demo team that we had, that was, you know, a performance base and, we started getting like, uh, you know, asked to do like commercials or just like, you know, performances. Nice. Right. So that kind of segued a lot of stuff to that. But what was hard was it never really transpired in any movie or film thing because Colorado just wasn't, you know what I mean? A big like thing for right. like movies like Hollywood or, you know what I mean? How, if like, it was, LA, it, would, it would be a movie that's like skiing or snowboard or something. Probably. Yeah. Or yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So it kind of, it, it died off a little bit. We tried to do what we needed to do, but then, you know, the team grew up after 14 years. We kind of all kind of did our own thing. Yeah, and life gets in the way. Till, yeah, and it wasn't until I moved to Vegas. So I moved to Vegas in 2014. Hmm. And I took a break from martial arts because after competing and like, you know, a right. lot of accidents and like, you know, doing all those things, it takes a toll on your body. Hmm. 
and I took a break. I didn't you know, touch it for a while, and I got to Vegas. And the first thing I was asked when I was, you know, like kind of just I was doing photography and video and stuff was, "Hey, you did martial arts?" I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "There's a show, a traveling show for like you know Avengers and comic book things that are, are trying to open up." They're like, "Would you be interested in trying out for a Kato role?" Hmm. Like Kato, like, Kato. Yeah, Kato, Kato, like oh, Green Lantern, shit. Kato. Yeah. So I'm like Green Hornet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I started okay. training. I started getting back into the, like trying <laughs> to get my, my tricks back, trying to do all this stuff, and that's tough. I wish I wouldn't have stopped for those five years because that was hard. Mm, and yeah. then, but then by the time I started getting it back, that's when I it started is. making my first demo to you know mm. change everybody. And it, I still had it. I wasn't as great as in my prime, but I still had it. Next thing you know, they come back and they're like. Bro, you're too big for Kato. Kato is small, and they're like, you're a little too buff for Kato. So they're like, oh, no, nah, yeah. we're going to. So I was like, damn. So and then... after all that, yeah, they wait until then. They're like, oh, yeah. we didn't realize we didn't see your body, I guess. I don't know what how they didn't. You know, I mean, I don't go. You know, I mean, I don't. I don't know why. I know, I like, you know, the casting directors are different, but why would they wait wait until after you already got, you know, back your, your skills came back? And they're like, oh, actually, you're too buff for it. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the compliment. Yeah. Yeah, that's a compliment, but you just don't get it. I'm like, why can't you be that big? Yeah, exactly. Right. But but yeah, tech. You know, so um, you know, with your martial arts background, and then you know, you you did theater through high high from high school all the way through college. Okay, so obviously you saw well. There's a little marriage. We can we can put that we can put those things together. Um, and I know you as a fight choreographer. Yeah. So how did you get into that? What, how, what, what was, you know, how did that come about? It's funny because when I started showing that clip that I sent to the people for Cato, mm -hmm. people in Vegas knew that I was just getting into it. People knew I was like doing photography, but they had no idea I was a martial artist. And so people started asking me like, hey, um, you mind if you come down and maybe help us out with this, you know, fight choreography for this fight scene I'm doing for this HBO thing? Right. You know what I mean? So I met up with these people that I knew on, on Facebook for a while and I started helping them like choreograph some people and doing these things. And like it ended up just being that the guy I was choreographing was a little unexperienced mm -hmm. and it was like a really short time span mm -hmm. and it was for like a really big project. So I'm just like, I don't know if this guy's going to be able to like you know, handle uh, it. So, yeah. And they're just like, well, we asked you to do it, but you look really busy. I'm like, I'll do it. I was just like, they're like, would you? They're like, we didn't own I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. So it transitioned to me taking over for the uh, role. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we, we put some stuff right together. In in it, right. And it was a good short. And then yeah. I started meeting, like I said, that's how I started meeting, like, uh, Jackie and Charlotte was my first time. We did a fight scene together for, like, a short film real quick. Hmm. And then they started introducing me to a lot of other people. And it's funny, you know, Chris Marichero, that's in neon sun with this he's a yeah. good friend of mine yeah. he's a good friend yeah, of me and Ken. we're all really good right. friends yeah and i i heard chop's name over and over as the fight choreographer in vegas like you know a guy to talk to a guy that's really good and tune in and i didn't meet him until like you know, a little bit later but once we met like we meshed like that so mm -hmm. and the minute we met and i started meeting the people he was with, like it just exploded everywhere so i was like i started getting little scenes here and there i started doing a lot of like mm -hmm. I, I i was told by my good friend alberta triana which is a Saber Media, or say Bear Media is how you would say it. Um, he's a really good director. He's a really good, you know, screenwriter. And he's, right. he's killing the game right now. He did all the stuff that we we're we we're doing recently, like the Hunted. Everything. Yeah, so that's I, saw, I saw. I saw the like, short. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's like, you die really well. 
And that was from like the stage comedy. But this is just me being a slapstick, you know what I mean? And yeah. right. Kevin always talking about slapstick comedy and slapstick theater. Yeah. You know how to fall, you know how to react, you know how to do all that yeah. stuff. So for a long time, I was just the fall guy. I was just getting killed or taking, you know, hits and, you know, getting doing all that. And then it's finally starting to fruition of like me being in more fighting, even or anything. But it's funny because myself and what you said, Omar, I'd mm-hmm. like to transition into more of like a main character where i have more speaking roles so oh, i can yeah, show yeah. up yeah. in acting i haven't yeah. had an opportunity to really go into a lot of acting right it's just like one or two liners even even my character now Vic, mm-hmm. in, yeah. in the showdown you know i don't have that many lines yeah but i killed the shit out of motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> yeah yeah and and, and, and and well yeah we're not gonna get to that but but i like how you brought that up and, and this mm-hmm. is sort of just a um you know uh an impromptu question but you you know we talked about martial arts we talked about your your uh fight choreographic experience and you had brought up, so you had you you took theater for a reason, yeah. It wasn't to like, oh, I'm gonna just see how it is. Mm-hmm. You obviously had ambi- you obviously had ambition to be an actor, because you know us Asians, yeah, mm-hmm. we're always yeah, you know, typecast pigeon or whatever you call it, like like Kevin sure. said, yeah. So so how why is it important for you, especially at this a- a stage, right? We're getting older. I think you and I are, are the same age. You're about maybe a couple months older than me, right? So why yep. is it at this stage 25. for you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Asian don't raisin, baby. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I haven't heard that one. I like that one. I'm not going to use that one, time. man. You just dated use... yourself. You just dated all of us here. So. That's right. That's all right. But, That's okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, why is it important now to, trend, to, to I guess, to co- not concentrate, but to focus on that so much? Why is that you know, important? It, it's a big thing to me here is because, like you said, we're always typecasted. We're always looking at, a, a certain role as Asian, you know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. Asian men, the, right. the FOB or yeah. the, the weak little nerdy kid or whatever. Yeah. You see that depicted on TV except yeah. for the martial artist. Especially but the martial up. artist still didn't get respect because, oh, they dubbed us over in some fucked up voice or yeah. whatever. So one, theater, when I was younger, it helped me build my confidence to figure out, like, to be in front of certain people, to do a lot of stuff, to just build me up as far as being able to express myself, like being in kind of a lost mm-hmm you know teenager i think now as i got older and it's important like here's the thing like you you had a a question i might be jumping ahead but you said what kind of advice would i give and i think for an asian male actor right now like it's a hot commodity after like shang chi and crazy yeah like right now the asian males are Mm -hmm. a little different caliper on this point so there's a lot of people that might feel I don't know if you would say they might feel like they're maybe nervous about it or they, they question if they can make it or whatever, because, you know, Asians have that depiction like, oh, everybody has a stereotype they have to go by and they don't want to go by that. But it's important right. to be confident enough to sit there and say, you know what, there's a role for everybody, but it's mm-hmm. not too late. I struggled with that for a long time. Like I'm past the prime of my martial arts status, like all my friends that are doing all this stuff, like Kevin and all them, too. Mm-hmm. They're a lot younger than me. They're like late 20s. Mm-hmm. When I was in the late 20s, man, I was killing the game with like technique styles, you know, the tricks and everything. And now that I'm 41, I'm like, I can still do some of the stuff, but definitely not in my prime. But right. I always felt like, oh, I'm past my prime. I'm not going to be able to do too well. But you have to look at where the film industry is right now. Like action stars, The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, all the guys. Almost like 50s, you know, like late yeah. 40s. Well, that's 50s. what I was going to say. Yeah. You know, still killing it because. They're grown ass men, and the, the roles for grown ass men and superheroes or whatever are a little older. 
and yeah. their mentality is a little different. You appreciate a lot of different things, and you yeah. let the young cats do like the wrecks, the falls, the stunts, and that's cool. Half of them just don't. I don't want to even speaking role. They just want to be in stunts. Right. So it's, you kind of got to know what you want to do and stay confident in the route you want to take. Mm. But it's it's huge now because there's a different space I think for Asians right now, and right. there's a there's definitely with Cobra Kai and like all these martial oh, arts. Yeah. The yeah. martial art thing is finally like it comes in waves. <coughs> like full, martial arts yeah. is always there, but it's 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 huge right now with all the Asian influence. So what? Yeah. I think it's important. Like thinking back on that too is also like we kind of like because since we're all kind of close enough in age that like. We grew up in the time period where it's like if you didn't start acting when you were like Macaulay Culkin's age or Elijah Wood, you were pretty much you'd have to play like the father or grandpa or something. Right. But nowadays, mm-hmm. like you got guys like, even though they're not, no, ever, they're not Asian, but like Chris Hemsworth, this blew up when he's like in 35 years old. He just yeah. became yeah. Thor and then boom. And like all the other people or like they haven't come back. Like Robert Downey Jr. has been around forever. And he had another right. come back mm-hmm. in his 40s because of Iron Man. I mean, yeah, yeah and he came back with, uh, at his best. Yeah, yeah, and like, like, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then like the Keanu Reeves is like, yeah, he's fifty some years old and he's still doing acting. Oh, yeah. He's he's evolved. He's evolved though. I mean, he's you know he, he has evolved. He evolved. Yeah. Just like well. just like I hate to bring this up, but Madonna, in, uh, you know, throughout the maybe like the, the last five years, ten years, <laughs> but say. you know, from like eighties all the way to two thousand, mm-hmm. you know. She oh, she's all over. Maybe it's not the best example. I'm gonna say you were. I was trying to put that in. Oh, that sounds like the analogy right there. I know. I know. I'm saying. You did psychic me across the face with that. No, but but to 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 piggyback on that as well too. Um, you know, we here are big proponents of creating your own content. Okay, you probably have heard. What what you know? How would how would that benefit, especially like us Asians and um. And our age, if you will, and also just the time, just the the uh, platforms, the avenues, the the you know plethora of avenues that's available. You know, independent films are taking over ever since. I don't wouldn't say it's a it's a good thing, but like the pandemic and the lockdown and everything, like <laughs> that shifted the whole world. Yeah. But it allowed you know it put Hollywood on hold, yep. and yeah. it allowed other people to like really create their own content, whether it's social media content or not. But there's allowed a lot of independent filmmakers Mm -hmm. to actually collaborate their thoughts their ideas and like really go after it with everything that was put on hold with like hollywood and everything else kind of like your guys's movie yeah Yeah, and it's everything that i've been involved in has actually always mostly all been independent films and independent avenues and then if you look at the mainstream these days and in all actuality everything's either being redone revisited or reworked whatever there's nothing original you know what i mean yeah so it's just like independent filmmakers are bringing the original content the different stuff that you see that everybody's like oh damn i want to watch that or that was even better than like mainstream stuff and i yeah so i love that it's it's weird and like atlanta's taking the market from hollywood big time yeah Yeah. you know so i think there's a there's a big change in how everything's going even Um, like sag stuff's changing with like you know the different like union and stuff and like different rules and regulations like the industry is shifting all around all over there yeah yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, I want to digress back into the fight choreography. Okay. Cause when you and I first met, uh, you know, I just love your professionalism, man. And, and how you really got like, you were boom. Right. And we, had, you, we had a couple <laughs> incidents, man. Uh, obviously, you know, in, 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 you know, I work closely with you uh, on, on set because uh, I, I guess I can give it this way, but I was, I had a gun, right. I was hold, uh, handling a, a gun and remember a week or two before uh, the incident, the there was a, there was a yeah, 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 there was that that unfortunate incident, right? I mean, you know, God rest her soul. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and and then we, you and I talked about that. And we're like, hey, listen, first time, man, holding this. I know you're a vet. You you get you. Ha- I have to talk to you. I have to communicate with you because I want to make sure we're all safe. And even uh, uh, you know, the other the people that were involved too. I made sure I talked to them. Like, hey, listen, just let me know if you're not comfortable with it, and we could just all talk, right? right. Absolutely, so, and that's great. Yeah. What are from your experience, okay, what are the do's and don'ts of action acting, of, of you know, prop work and, and uh, you know, fight choreography? What, what can you say are the do's and don'ts, if you will? You know, you have to treat everything like it's real. I mean, not mm-hmm. only is that what you do as an actor, right, because you're, you're bringing this, you know, to reality. You know, you're bringing this make-believe story to reality, so you right. have to sell it, right? Yeah. So, in that you have to have the same concept and the same mindset like i have to make this fight look real you know i have to make this gun and everything so you have to respect every element in that and i think that's the same thing when it comes to weaponry you have to respect i don't care if it's a plastic gun if it's a water gun or anything if you're on set and it's intended to bring this to reality you treat it like a real gun and me being a you know i have my ccw and i you know grew up around you know a military father everything too it's just like you know you respect the weapon you respect the gun you respect you know what i mean the authority behind whatever you have in your possession yes i bring that yeah Yeah, so i bring that to set like you never put your finger on the trigger you know what i mean unless Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you're ready to pull the trigger you know you always point down you don't point it at anybody Mm -hmm. until you know what i mean yeah Yeah. you, you you have all sorts of safety measures which should always be you know checked with everybody and everybody is on the same page because like you said unfortunately those incidents happen which they shouldn't be happening anymore because of who they hire for those things and that goes back to what we were saying earlier like fight choreographer versus a stunt coordinator like i those things are thrown around so loosely i can honestly accept to say i'm a fight choreographer i'll do fight choreography you know, I might take bumps and wrecks, but that's it. I'm like, if you sit there and say, oh, I'm a stuntman or a stunt coordinator, like Kevin was talking about, like, that's totally different because, like right. I said, I have really good friends in California. Like I said, Charlotte Kay and Jackie Gahardi mm-hmm. that are stuntmen, stunt women that are really doing a lot of stuff. But these people are, like we said, getting hit by, you know, taking, you know, hit, hits Car- by cars, yeah. high falls, mm-hmm. you know, uh, wire work, you know what I mean? And those are like real stunts, you know, stunt yeah. driving, all that stuff. So it's just like, you got to be careful how people are just like, oh, you're a, you're a stunt guy or this and that. Like, no, but I'm a stunt supervisor because I'm going to mm. keep you safe and I'm going to follow yeah. the rules. Right. Right. Those are the big things, regardless what it is, you yeah, have to the... make sure you respect the weapon and respect the fact that there's a lot of different rules. And if you can't follow those rules, then you don't need to be there. Or if you yeah. can't be mature enough yeah. to understand that, then sorry. <clears throat> yeah. And, like and that's what yeah and that's what i love omar when 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 uh tech was there he was mm-hmm. very he practiced what he preached and mm-hmm. i felt safe and again remember this is like a week after yeah tech the the, the baldwin incident. yeah i remember that so i was i was you know i i, 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 I was paranoid a tad right that was a little i, I was a parent I, I have to admit that and just and then you just yeah just knowing tech was uh you know he had cc mm-hmm. uh you know he was ccw and he just the way he operated just the way he you know mm-hmm. he was very like he was a hawk he made sure like i remember the incident tech um, you know, somebody oh, went, yeah. oh, let me see what that is. And he was just like, ah, uh-uh. right. Uh-uh. I mean, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Right. I'm, not I'm not gonna mention his name. Okay. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but, yeah I, I you know, set uh, uh cut and I was like, okay, hand the prop back to tech. <laughs> and then this this uh, you know, Kid. a newbie, if you will. A new, yeah, yeah, yeah a, newbie. A, a newbie came <laughs> on. I was like, oh, let me see, you know, let me check that out. Tech. Mm-hmm. 
boom. Mind you, Check we were them, like, like yeah, we were like, <laughs> yeah, we were all tired. It was like towards the uh, it was late night, oh, it was the latter part of the of the night. Mm-hmm. He yes. still was like, uh-uh. He still was all aware, like, no, 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 no. Can't do that. I didn't mean that to hit the kid so hard, but I was tired and I was irritated. Yeah. And of course, like I said, if, you, if I'm responsible for everybody that's on set, yeah, oh, you, you, t- well, you take it seriously. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take it yeah. serious because I've been hired to do that. You know what I mean? Regardless what it is, but that is my responsibility. So, right. God forbid anything happen on my dime. That's on right. me. Especially yeah. some stupid ass kid that's trying to do whatever and be whatever. Like, no, that's not happening yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. growing up in the '90s, so it happened to Brandon Lee. You know, oh, absolutely. That's right. Way before. And then, then there were still yeah. so many stories. Oh, it was a live bullet. Oh, it was a piece of shrapnel. Oh, yeah. it's this and that. I was just like, it was this bad. It's unfortunate. Yeah, faulty. It's unfortunate. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things going wrong in that shoot, dude. They, the guy yeah. director was this first time doing a movie. He was usually a music director, movie music music video director, so he didn't know about the rules and so he didn't know all the the codes and everything. And then like the armor mm-hmm. guy was like like he wasn't like he was new too, so he didn't know not to use live rounds and stuff. So yeah, like they, they yeah. said they were doing they were cutting the tips, getting the gunpowder out that way, you know, in order to get the tip out. So when it shot out, it was like a blank. But they're making homemade blanks, and then they. Uh, I, saw, I saw a video on Unsolved Mystery. They said it was happened was, they shot a blank, and a piece of the bullet got stuck in the barrel. So when they shot the other blank, it shot the piece of shrapnel into him like a bullet. Jeez. So yeah. Could you imagine if they did it right? We we could have had way all way more awesome movies. Right, right, right. And, and, yeah, and, and and what what Tech said, right? I mean, it's it, it if you had that mentality, like it's not going to happen in my on my watch. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't have these incidents, right? If someone. I'm not saying that they're not taking their job seriously, um, right. not accusing anyone, but to have that mentality. That's why I felt really safe. I was like, no, because I came in tech. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you. I came in that that set, you know, even driving to, to Vegas in those four hours, listening to my Bon Jovi, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was, I was, I was a little bit like, oh, shoot, hold on, hold on a second, you know. Um, I, I'm I'm not I'm not sure about this, but as soon as You're I'm like, I don't tech, know Omar, these people, I don't know what kind of guns we got. I don't know. Absolutely, absolutely, and and I don't, you know, Omar, I I felt safe right right the first five minutes. We had a little uh, meeting right tech uh, with with yeah. everybody, and always a gun safety meeting. Always gun safety meeting. And you know what? I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm in good hands with these. these that's people. probably better to be yeah. comfortable because you want to be overly oh, overly nervous because that's. I seen those videos like the gun range where someone's overly nervous, and that's almost dangerous. Oh, as yeah, guy. Don't, like, I seen videos yeah, like you're talking I'm about. I'm nervous, then you yeah. should be nervous. You know, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Scared, and I <laughs> yeah, have like questions in my voice. Then be scared. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I want everybody to feel safe. You know what I mean? Like I said, yeah. uh, mm. I appreciate the respect and everything that you give me, Victor. I appreciate mm. that very much. But at the same time, it's just like there's a lot more other people that I've been around that are a lot more seasoned than me, and I will always have that mentality of like. There's a lot of people that know more than I do. I'm never going to be the guy that's like, oh, I know everything. If And I ask people that are like, you know, season or weather when we were on set, and I asked other people like Maynard, which was a cop before, or Bosco, yeah. that's, you know, military. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll know those things from people just by asking. And I'll ask, sure. them, hey, did I forget anything? Because I'm not prideful to be like, oh, this is my show. This is all my rules. No, right, right. I want to I want to learn if there's something that I am missing. So that way right. everybody does feel safe. And also that everybody feels included. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if we want to throw that back into the do's and don'ts, like, you know, it's 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 one thing to stay in your lane, but it's another thing to be open and, you know what I mean, welcoming to everybody else. I think that's huge as like, so you know, don't be a, a, don't be a cigar. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you, you want to be open to people's suggestions. You want to be open up to their concerns. You want to be open up to, you know, anything that they might bring to the table as well. You know what I mean? But that's just yeah. how I am. Yeah, you definitely I want to make sure that we're all together, you know? You yeah, don't want that yeah. guy coming in that's the uh, gun guy to be like, you know, like what I was like, oh, yeah, I've been uh, uh, a pistol expert for uh, 44, 45 years, and I can uh, drive the cars the best. I can fly any helicopter. Uh, you know, like like that Tom Segura joke about sitting to go talking about like he's doing <laughs> that scene in the helicopter. He's like, oh yeah, that's a Skippy eighteen uh, five. Like how do you know? I've been helicopter pilot for about forty five years. <laughs> you know, you know something? Thing. I know it better. Shit. Right? Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> and Victor will tell you, like, I'll be open, I'll be cool, but the minute your ego comes out, yep. I won't fucking play that shit. And I, yeah. I'll knock that meant that in the butt real fast, right. and I don't yeah. really give a shit because <clears> I'm just. I'm not prideful, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, I gave you the respect. I, I welcomed everybody with the same yeah. level. But if you mm-hmm. want to come in and try to, like, you know, either rain on my parade or try to sit there and I'll, I'll talk to me, I was like, now you're stepping on my toes. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't deal with that very well yeah. because, you know, I gave you a level of respect, but now you want to kind of look down on me. Like, that's, yeah. there's the difference right. there. And I don't play right. that game. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. So, Speaking yeah. of, since you're talking about uh, Vegas, I was going to say, um, we since we know that you live in Colorado, but you work in the Vegas area. Um, we kind of this is kind of what we've kind of been asking people that work in Vegas a little bit. Uh, what's uh, what do you think is the potential for the film film industry to be in Vegas like it is in Atlanta now, or like mm-hmm. down in Orleans, or you know? Or, you know, I lived in Vegas for seven years. I only moved back to Colorado just because of COVID and like a different job offer. But mm-hmm. I love living in Vegas because I was born and raised here in Colorado. But then with all the stuff that happened over there during that, it was it was hard for a lot of people. Yeah. And I was unfortunately lucky enough that I was just coming home to visit to get away from all the mess. And then I was offered a management role here down in Colorado. So that was Beautiful. the blessing in the sky. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I do miss Vegas, but in my time in Vegas, yeah. yeah, Vegas was definitely, well, Colorado will always be, you know, where you're born and raised, but Vegas yeah. was definitely home. You know what I mean? It was a, it fit my lifestyle. It fit everything that I was doing and the people that I met there doing film and everything was great so it was a lot more than here mm. but vegas has so much potential it's like one it's close to la which is you know nice you know, four hours and away. you know it's just three hours away you know what i mean yeah. or even arizona oh. or wherever the surrounding cities aren't like here wyoming or utah <laughs> you know what I mean? so you're saying there's no, there's no film between cheyenne or casper wyoming? right exactly <laughs> I was like, oh, let's go freaking over there yeah, exactly. but, uh, vegas vegas has a lot of talent because it's like i mean it's entertainment capital of the world you have all yeah. walks of life from everybody yeah. you know what I mean? yeah and you have all these amazing performers i've met so many dope Cirque du Soleil performers, you know, show performers, you know, you have other people that are amazing cameramen, you know, amazing like crew people. You have people that are like wanting to get into the business or in the mm-hmm. industry, but they don't know how, or they just like, they, they can't afford LA or they can't do whatever. I think Vegas is a really good melting pot for mm-hmm. like a lot of those people and those studios and everything to kind of like up bring themselves to a point where, oh yeah, we can do this because Vegas in all honesty, it's a networking town. It's not about mm. what you know, it's about who you know. And the more exactly. you network there, it's that's the name of the game, that whole the whole town in itself. And you know the right people, and there's a lot of good people that know a lot of different people because there's a lot of talent and there's a lot of money. So it's kind of like so an, I think like a casino almost or goodfellas where it's like if you want to get something done, you get connections, you can anybody you can get a lot of movies or whatever kind of done. Yeah. You can talk to the right hands yeah. and feed the right, Absol- you know, they yeah. shake, shake enough babies, you know. I mean, kiss yeah, babies, talk, shake hands. 
you look at Stefan, me and Stefan became really, really good friends really fast yeah. just because of a lot of things in common. And then, you know, him mm-hmm. being acting for eight years and, you know, living in Jersey and but acting in right. New York and everything like that, like he saw the, the magic, excuse me, mm-hmm. in Vegas when he got there about a lot of different, you know, avenues and energy. It's like this guy over here too. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I saw that. I mean, everything, everything that, um, you know, I was, I was very intrigued, yeah, with, with, with the potential of Vegas. Um, that's mm-hmm. why, you know, I wanted, I, we asked this question because we want to make sure that, you know, what, what we, what I saw is what you guys feel and see oh, yeah. you know, and, at a daily basis, like, you know? And like what Kevin, and a lot of other people say, like the cool thing about Vegas is it's super supportive. Like everybody's not out yeah. to get each other. Like you're yeah. out to bring each other up. Like, sure. You have your bad seeds. You have your other people. That's right. anywhere. Yeah. Whatever, you, whatever you do, no matter where you go, you're not going to please everybody. And there's right. going to be somebody that doesn't like you for whatever the fuck reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. don't try to please them all, you know, who cares? Yeah. But nope. be humble, be respectful, be yourself and like be open, like you said, and look how good, like you even said it yourself on a couple podcasts, like the amount of like energy when we got on set, none of us knew each other, but man, did we, everybody click and they all had a good time over those five days. Right. That yeah. whole crew of everybody that was in there, like everybody was <laughs> great. Yeah. Minus the bad seed the first day, whatever we have. Our right. Yeah. We, we're going to have to, when we, when we get, maybe a post um you know a, a post show a, 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 when, oh, yeah. a rap show i'll get everything we can just spill all the beans right we oh, got so oh, much to talk like, about man yeah we have oh, so much to talk about <laughs> yeah no i was you know i was thinking about tech i was thinking about going to uh you know judy and eric right they have their own like yeah. um they have their own setup for for their own podcast and mm. i figured they're in vegas why don't we all just come down so hey can we all just come down there and just have like this big you know Podcasts and just Pow you know, and whatever. Have a yeah. rap, absolutely rap, you know, uh, or like yeah. a rap show. <laughs> just just to uncover everything. Just yeah, but but um, you know that that's what I you know I can't harp enough about it. But uh, when I got there, you know, obviously I was a little not nervous, but I was like, okay, I don't know who I'm meeting, but you oh, know, yeah. let's 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 take it for you know, let's just let's just uh you know uh give the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, first couple minutes, Omar, I was like, I felt like wow, this is different like, different than LA. Like like you said, tech. I mean, look. Uh, Kevin said in the previous um, uh, episode that he didn't like LA and, and I know what he means. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you have just a, a, a bunch of people from a bunch of different places, um, different, different, different type yeah. people, but it's a cutthroat industry because I want to make it Fair Vegas. Enough. It was a little bit different now. It, whatever, maybe it's smaller or whatever. Well, but I was kind people, of surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah. But people are actually supportive. Mm-hmm. If we can yeah. get that in, in LA, you know what I mean? That'd it's be too great. Big. It's we, been we there too exactly. long, man. It's it's a it's mm. a big you know it's an ocean with like these little piranhas that want to try to get each other. It's got that old train thing. It's like, it takes yeah. forever to change a direction. Where yeah, I, I think a lot of people from California that felt that went mm. to Vegas to yeah. do something different because yeah. there's no, so many good opportunities. Point. Good point. You know good what point. I mean? So yeah, they shifted from those attitudes because I know a lot of people that actually came from Cali. And said the same thing, like, it's cool over here because they get more support, you get more whatever, yada, 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 you yeah. know what I mean? And they understand things differently. Or Maybe, like, yeah. It, and it's, then it's, yeah. it's funny because if you think about the dynamics of people, this is going to be even, even weirder for you, Victor. Like, <laughs> outside of the acting in the film industry, like, when I lived in Vegas, mm-hmm. people can be fucking assholes, I'll be for sure. No, I, I was at the grocery store when I first moved there, and I'm mm-hmm. from Colorado, I'm a respectful guy, whatever, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me if I bumped into you or if I just walked past you, you know what I mean? I cut you mm-hmm. off for looking at something. I was like, excuse me, I'm sorry. That's just my thing. I've, I was, you know, raised that way to be a gentleman. Right. You know, right. Yada, yada, you know, but 
they would get fucking mad. They would be like, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I'm like, are you for, kidding for me? Saying I I said, excuse me, I'm so sorry, da, da, da. and I thought it was one time, and it was multiple times I did that, and there's so many people there that were just like, really? shit underneath me, bro. like yeah. you got the wrong one, I will fuck you up. Right. I'm being nice now, motherfucker. Right, <laughs> but I was just like, wow, but then in Colorado, dude, everybody's so freaking cordial and yeah. nice and like respectful, and it's just really humbling, you know what I mean? But yeah. I know it's a different pace. Different I think, energy, I know. So. yeah, yeah. I, I think here's here's here. I, I think uh, in a way, uh, LA and, and and Vegas are similar in the fact that one, there's uh, it's entertainment, right? It's an entertainment mm-hmm. city, if you will, right? Yeah. And then there's a lot of transplants who come there for entertainment, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. And so when you have that, it's competitive. It's yep. cutthroat. I don't yep. care about you. Yep. I have to. Yeah. I have to kind I have of. To make I gotta it, make it. Or I'm gonna make it. Yeah. yeah. I got to uh, prove uh, myself know. because I don't want to go back to where I was from or right. whatever. And, and exactly. Make, yeah, and then, laugh at me and stuff by like all means necessary. And if it means I have to be a jerk about it, then so be it. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's why, you know, <laughs> um, we've always talked about whenever we, uh, you know, as we're, we're older as well, too. So we we've seen it. We, we've seen the type of personalities that we don't want to be associated with. Mm-hmm. So when you have yeah. people that that are, you know, um, just you're like, OK, you know what? I, I could I could be friends with this person like I this person just gets it they're just you know there's no ego there's they know the path you're going to it's just kind of that little telepathic sense of, that's kind of like you know, how me and Victor like me and Victor like we me and him talk like we've been friends for the past 15 years but we've right. truthfully really been what maybe five the past five years I guess now yeah maybe and like we didn't we were friends through a friend on through Instagram so it's like right. queer how we can make like you say you just meet someone and you automatically just like you can tell that or not, you know, this like, I want to be his friend and then use him to get myself up higher and like step on his face as I reach mm-hmm. above him. Yeah. Like, what exactly. can you do for me? Type yeah. Thing. A lot of yeah, 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 yeah. Out. It's like, if you can't do anything for me or it's what have you done for me lately too. Right. That's, yeah. believe me, I've, yeah. in LA, I oh, see that. It's like, whoa, okay. Where did oh, that come from? Like, what did I do? No but, but you know, look, <laughs> I'm, you know, when I, when I met you, like Tech, Kev, uh, Chase, Stefan, Gil, everyone, I, you know, I, there's a lot of people that I haven't mentioned. Um, it's it was just like man it was such a relief and it was like positive people is, is what you need especially mm-hmm. in an industry that's competitive and, and in an industry that you're Negative. going through that maybe your mm-hmm. friends and family and other people don't support you in at least mm-hmm. you have that and that's what keeps you going you know yeah, what i mean genuine and, and it's important the really Gen- exactly. genuine absolutely. people are hard absolutely. to come by absolutely right. amen absolutely um Anything, tech, yeah. yeah, tech, tech. Uh, one, you know, one last thing. Okay, um, I want to know. No, no, you. What's um, what's the uh, what's next for you, man? What do you have lined up, bro? Man, um, I know we've talked about the other project after you guys saw the Hunted, which was based off you know the fan film The Last of Us. Like I said, right. that was ri- written by you know Jackie Gahardi, my stunt friend Beautiful. that's in LA, mm-hmm. and everything. So that was a really successful thing. Uh, we did another short before that called Onion Soup, which is uh, based <laughs> off like a warrior, you know, HBO warrior. Yeah, that was yeah. like oh, a yeah. love letter to everything when it came out because we loved the show. And before they even announced that they were doing season three, there was such a big petition about everybody wants season three. Everybody wants season three. They're like, right. yo, why don't we just do a short to just kind of you know, like, you know, segue that just, just to show that our love for this thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we did. And then during us shooting that, they announced that they were going to do season three. So <laughs> no. this is kind of like our thing, you know, to mm-hmm. put out there. But we have a big premiere for The Hunted, Onion Soup, and it's another film that my friend Alberto did, um, mm-hmm. March 30th. So March 30th will be a big uh, red carpet right. event down okay. at the Millennium Phantom Bar in Vegas. It, 
in Vegas. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. Yep. So we'll do that yeah. that way, and then we'll see where that goes from there. And then uh, showdown at Neon showdown Sun. Showdown at Neon Sun, baby. Yeah. I still love that. I love that yeah. fucking title, man. The title. Yeah. Well, so I remember the time I hear it. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 been great, and I've been honored as the main villain on that one. Oh yeah, which shit! Is, you know, my first feature film for a main role. Nice. And then just to have you know Kevin, great friend of mine, just to be you know one of the leads on there. Stefan, have Chris Marichero on there with me. You know, like yeah. all these people, and I'm meeting all you guys on there. Like, yeah, I am super amped and stoked because like everybody's been talking about on their, all their podcasts. Everybody that's been involved in this, mm. like we see like the the artistry in there that Gil has brought. We see yeah. like this unique story. We see, mm-hmm. we see like this, this, you know, to me, what I tell Gil all the time, like, dude, in all honesty, like you see, you hear so many like Harry Potter stories, you know, <laughs> or she's writing stories in the car, you know, mm-hmm. she was homeless and look how big she made and blew up. Like to me, I, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I feel about where he's at. Like he's put all his eggs into this basket and he's such yeah. a humble guy. And like, I was so yeah. blessed and, you know, thankful to have met him. But mm-hmm. what he's doing with this is like second to none. So I'm just like, dude, yeah. whatever you need, like, let's go, let's get this done. Yeah. And so I'm I'm focused on that. But um, also like, uh, there's there's a lot of works and a, a couple more features with the people that I'm working with in Vegas that they're nice. working on right now. So me and Chris are actually working on a different script too that's gonna be action packed <laughs> and like pretty good. And then uh, there's some other scripts in the works that hopefully I'll be involved in with them too as well. So. It's, it's it's trending it's going it's coming man. up yeah 20, 2022 looks really good and then some right i'm, ho- I'm so. hoping so like i said i and can't sit there and you'd be scared of age or be scared of experience on a lot no, of things not anymore man. look at it a little different yeah absolutely so, absolutely when you got a count over 50 you know harrison ford back in yeah, early so just, 70 years old yeah. doing his own stunt still yeah all right, so I'm just like I still got some time still I'm yeah. useful yeah. in my age you know what i mean like right. yeah and like you said uh, uh was it uh Asian don't raisin. Yeah, Asian that. don't raisin. Look, look, I, I, I said this before. Um, I, I mentioned uh, John Madden. You know, the late great John Madden. He, uh, you know, in, in his Hall of Fame speech, he, he said, you know, someone asked him, uh, you know, how did, you know, did you, did you enjoy your work? He goes, I didn't have to work a day in my life because I loved it. Love this it. is, mm-hmm. it, it was not work at all. It was my passion. And you know, as far as we talk about age, because it's a passion, I don't look at it like, look, man, I, I've been. How many times did I go back and forth to Vegas just for just for whatever we shot, right? I, yeah, I drove just a four, quick scene, and you're just like, "Oh, I'm here, I'm there." Four times, four <laughs> times, Tech. That's eight you times four back hour, and forth. Four that's hours. eight hours. That's eight eight times. Eight times four is what thirty two, right? And then some. Um, but you know, I just like I said, it was it was nothing because I wanted to do it. It was just it was fun. The people it. great. It was worth it. Mm-hmm. I got my I put my eighties. 90s songs, you know, Bon Jovi, Heart, everything, man, <laughs> cheap trick, and then, and then, and then, boom, I'm there in Please Vegas. Please tell me you had some uh, Karate Kid in there too. Uh, Peter Cetera, I did, yeah. I'm not talking. He's probably not the other one, but Peter, Peter Cetera. <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's a love scene, but hey, that, no, no, that's I meant me, the, man. Uh, you're the best. Around. Oh no, no, no! I, it was no, more the, gonna, like the low, no. you know, oh. low, low feel. Yeah, it's like the coast one. Uh, never mind. It's like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm weird like that, guys. It's uh, you can do the Sam Bush song too, man. Yeah, hey, but hey, it keeps, it keeps it going. Yeah, right. Uh, once in a while. Once in a while. No G funk. No G funk. At least it's nineties though. I, I love how you said uh, just you, none, none of this stuff uh, today. Yeah. I mean the nineties. Yeah, definitely. Oh, no G. No, you didn't, yeah. Yeah. You didn't yeah, put yeah, no yeah, G funk on. Man, not, naughty by nature. No Uncle yeah, Snoop. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, he's from Cali. I was like, no. I gotta say, right? No way, No Wu Tang. What the hell? People, planets. Come on, man. East Coast, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but um, Tech, <laughs> hey man, thank you so much. I'm I'm looking forward to thank you, you know, man. working with you again. 
And uh, appreciate you, know, you guys, man. Omar, Omar, Omar you you, yeah, I'm hopefully, you, I was gonna say, I hopefully that script that I was I'm working on, we can get all of you know, I already got Victor and we got Joe, so maybe we can get you, yeah. uh, Tech and uh, Kevin too, maybe. Yeah, we're, we're all, so. always interested, man. So let's, let's, let's it's good. It's yeah, kind of close in the same vein. Well, it's not exactly, it's close in the vein as in, in the when I was thinking of the movie, it kind of feels like Drive meets, uh, I guess kind of like John Wick meets Drive with, with more Kung Fu and more of the indie love story kind of thing. So it's got I a love Drive. Drive was very yeah, I, I love Drive. Yeah, that was people know about Drive. Yeah, that noir, was probably man. one of Mark Dacascos' best choreography yeah. as far as fighting goes. Oh, yeah, that, that was, one too. Yeah, yeah with uh, Kadeem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one I, too. I forget. Yeah, I love that. Kadeem Hardison. Uh, Hardison. Yeah. Oh, you're right? talking about the newer drive. Yeah, the, both, drive, yeah. both, though, but, but both, the one, no, both. Yeah. No, the I do. What are talking about? Yeah, I'm actually. That was cool because I, I love that. I seen a movie, but I thought I was like one of the few people that like only like well, not few people, but I feel like fellow martial art movie heads would, would know about it. And so like when you said, mm -hmm. I was kind of took it took me back because I like I wasn't thinking about that one. Yeah, and then when you too. said, I'm like, holy shit, he knows, yeah. he knows some like deep cut movies because he actually. Oh, bro. Yeah, I just remember the scene. Right. <laughs> I just remember the scene. Yeah, I just remember the scene with uh, Mark and uh, Kadeem Hardison. You know, they were driving off. They were doing this. Like, they were just kind of insane. I don't know if you remember that scene, but it was just like, you know, they were just, mm. it was just a, a brotherhood. And um, right. that's what it is. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like pre-rush like, hour, pretty much, man. Yeah, pre-rush yeah. hour, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. who can forget Toby Wong? You'll never forget right. that man. <laughs> he was fucking go. badass. Like, right. that's yeah. it. Hands up. Yeah. jumpsuit, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but tech, I think um, tech, you know, um, you know, I got to work with you. Um, I know Omar and and uh, you know uh, Joe, um, you know, just by Instagram and everything. Uh, they they you know they're big fans of you and and so am I, man. I mean, I, I, I appreciate love working with you, man. Just love your uh, energy. Just love your discipline, um, mm -hmm. your work ethic, and you know uh, professionalism and love and passion for this uh, industry. And you know, um, uh, I, I love learning. Um, you know, I, I'm a history teacher. I, whenever I learn from my students, it's a blessing. Whenever I learn in this industry from everybody, especially everyone, you know, great people that 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 love to share, um, it's a blessing for me too. You know, what I mean, and again, mm -hmm. I just that's why I love this this industry and uh, love being people alike and genuine people, and that's what you are, man. So, uh, yeah. they, um, after listening to and and, and people watching uh, this, um, you'll you'll people will know why the others have raved about you. Yeah. You know, just the, the knowledge you have and. Um, you know, everything that you can contribute and everything you helped me, uh, help me even, uh, and everyone with. And it's not because um, you bribed me either. No. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Right? But exactly, exactly, exactly. You just came but, up with uh, like your, your little wad in your hand, like, hey, make sure you tell me how good about me on the podcast. <laughs> right? exactly. no, I was surprised when I watched the podcast. I enjoy you guys' show. It's very, Thank you, you know, I, I like the interaction and everything. It's not something that's just boring or it's not something I'm talking about off topic and stuff, but it's real life talk, like what we're doing exactly. tonight. And right. that's great. And that's exactly. what and that's we always want to do. Yeah. 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 And that's great. So I've been watching yeah. all the most episodes as much as mm -hmm. I can with everybody. And then I guess one thing we have. a couple of them, I'm like, right. oh, well, thank you. I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I didn't even know you were going to sit there and, you know, throw me out there. And I was, <laughs> it is, so it was that's cool. kind of one thing yeah. me and Victor talked about too, is we wanted to be serious about certain things, but also have fun. But then also obviously yeah. don't get, we don't want to talk about anything else. So we don't talk about politics and uh, all that crap. No, it's all about, yeah. Like that's just a minefield. We don't want anyone to get into. Yeah. That's just like, I don't really get into that much anyway. And like, we just, we just want to keep it Same. where anybody, no matter what, whatever side they lean or stand on or wherever they come from, they can get into it. And if they like martial arts, they like comedy, they like all this kind of stuff. They can watch our show and enjoy it without have to, you don't even have to even be a martial artist. They can just be a film or a movie guy. And mm -hmm. they like, they might hear something from like say you or anybody else and be like, 
you know, maybe I should. Uh, they always wanted to be an actor. Right. Yeah. 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 All in all, you, might... you know. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was going to say, you might inspire somebody. You never mm-hmm. know. Like, you can touch yeah. one person's heart. You can touch 100 people's hearts. But if somebody's listening and is like, damn, I needed to hear that today, or, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Whatever it may be, that's the point of like why yeah. this is great. Kind of like what yeah. you said, too, when they guy, uh, I don't know, when it's sad, like, like movie tempted you by saying, hey, why don't you be Kato? And you get back into the rhythm, and they're like, oh, actually, you're too buff after you got all that training in. And it's like, you know, and then we woke you up to like, like you said, like you, like you don't have, there's no age limit on when you become an actor, especially nowadays anymore. You can, maybe someone like in our age group that can be like, okay, before I thought maybe I'm in my 30s, I missed my one chance to be a movie star. But now like you can, you can come even older. You can be 70 and start your career and have like, you know, 20 good years of, of movies, you know, just yep. playing someone's Playing a different role, playing a different yeah. piece. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, exactly. you know what is a good thing if you want to ask me a word of advice for anybody watching is right. here's the thing. I talked about when I was younger and my good prime as far as you know my skill levels and the tricks and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if things were to kick off at that younger age for me back then, my mentality was different. I don't think I would have been able to handle certain circumstances right. or had the same mindset going into the industry that I would I could have ended up being one of those coffee people in LA like no I gotta make yeah. it I gotta do that you know my I'm almost 30 I'm gonna be too old you know what I mean but right. as I'm older now sure my skill sets and levels you know level of skills are a little different mm-hmm. but with the mentality I have now as far as going into the acting like you appreciate and this is life in general the older you get you appreciate more of the little things yeah and you understand more of what you want and what you don't want and what you're going to deal with and not deal with and you're going to be able to separate a lot more ego from you know what i mean and it being confident versus cocky right that's the difference, that's a huge yeah. thing that yeah there's yeah. a huge thing there that a lot of these younger cats really need to understand and work on because a lot of them come in <laughs> super cocky and are, are more understanding of like respect your elders exactly. but you see yeah. a lot of the new generation is oh, like, you boy. guys have lost a lot of respect yeah a lot of like you know self like you know what i mean understanding as far as you know what i mean like i got one example uh, common of that, sense man. is like different now and it's just like mm-hmm. the respect levels is like dude and like all the stuff you see on the internet anymore it's yeah. just like it, it's 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 mind-boggling you know what i mean it's just like damn like out of control mm-hmm. but at the same yeah, time yeah. it's just like there's a rhyme or reason everything mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason so whatever it may be like you know what i mean that's what i said you got to kind of keep humble Mm. understand what's going on respect is a huge thing and that's why i have bushido you know, tatted on me it's just mm. like respect honor loyalty like integrity belittlement truth mm. and you know what i mean all that stuff means a lot to mm. how we're brought up and i yeah. think that's a huge thing as far as uh, what we talked about as being a martial artist versus like mm. a fighter you know what i mean to yeah. understand those disciplines and like where how we're our upbringing is supposed right. to relay out in life and how we attack you know, we our goals right. and our dreams and everything. So, and it's different. Anyways, um, Tech, hey, appreciate me. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so much oh, for, thank for, you for, thank for, you, for everything. And, um, you know, I can't wait to work with you again. And I know the boys as well, too. And, um, you know, uh, you know, listening, I hope everyone, anyone, and all in all, this this podcast is just really to uh, exude positivity and and people to just, yeah, hey, come on in, come on into this and, and live your dream like, like, like we do. And, um, all the advice that you, uh, from your journey, from your experiences, man, um, you know, it's, it's, it's priceless. So, you know, thank no, you man, from the bottom of my heart and, no, um, you know, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Um, <clears throat> blessing. Thank you for myself, for Omar. 
We are the Darker Tan Asians. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. See you later, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye.